0: Welcome to A Tad Bit Crunchy, a podcast about transforming your life using natural and holistic hacks. I'm Whitney Bean, wellness and life coach and mom of four. I'm curious and learning right alongside you. I believe we can achieve better health and balance and still be on time for soccer practice most of the time. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be with all you guys. Thanks for listening today. Uh, This week we had an amazing week. We, um, We held a local retreat for women and man, it was something else. It was such a dream come true and throughout the entire thing I just kept reflecting and just taking these breaths like, man, is this really happening to me? I just felt like I was in a place that I didn't even know I needed to exist and so I'm so excited to have more retreats in the future and uh, we were lucky enough to do it at this gorgeous local flower garden owned by a good friend of mine and man it was just so stunning and uh, we were in the kind of wide open area and then we just had these gorgeous flowers and so many intentional women that were gathered to want to do inner work and to show up better in their daily lives. And so I'm so appreciative to those that came. Thank you so much. If any of you are listening, I, I really appreciate you and giving us that opportunity and that space there really is something to having, um, numbers, right. Having people who we can listen to, to reflect on, to share ideas, to, um, just learn. And, uh, one-on-one is so much fun too. And I love digging deep. Um, but this was just a different experience. It was a different environment and I just loved being with um, a collection of people and I appreciate that space. So, Um, More on that to come. I think I'll do a podcast uh, next week on the retreat and kind of what I learned from it and what the takeaways were. For today, I'm going to talk about boundaries. We're going to talk about how we can reevaluate our responsibilities, our expectations, and overall boundaries. What does that even mean? I feel like that's kind of a word that's thrown around, just like a lot of words in the holistic world. (laughs) There's a lot of words that can mean a lot of things. And um, I think when we think of boundaries, sometimes we think of maybe cutting somebody off or um, putting somebody out of your life or, you know, saying no. And those are definitely boundaries. But I like to think of boundaries as something a little bit more broad in thinking about, okay, let's reevaluate, let's evaluate what's going on. And then noticing where things might feel off. And then if things are not feeling like they are flowing and in alignment, then how can we adjust those things? And those are boundaries. So let's jump in a little bit. If we talk um, about those boundaries, I want you to think about specifically for you, um, you can use your body in this instant. You can use the body to allow you to um feel when you are uncomfortable. And I think that discomfort is something that is made for us. I think it's a gift to us when we feel that discomfort. It's a great notification that something might not be ready or might not be in flow or might not be in alignment. So as I'm thinking here in my own life, I can definitely think of a time when uh, in high school, we had a friend who was in a band and he was like, Hey, come to this concert. There's gonna be a bunch of bands playing. And we went and man, it was uncomfortable. There was so much screaming. The music was really heavy metal, hardcore. It was, I don't even want to call it heavy metal. Like it was like nothing I've ever been around. It was just so much screaming and intensity And I felt so uncomfortable. So when you think of something like this, you could easily tell somebody or somebody could tell you like, Oh, you're being too sensitive. Just go with the flow. But I would say this discomfort was a huge notification for me that I needed to get out of that environment, that that was not somewhere where I was thriving. It was not something that was comfortable for me inside or out to, you know, my mind, heart, body, or spirit nothing. And so for me, Sometimes in my life, when I look back and I think of the discomforts that I felt, I can often associate um, when somebody told me I might be too sensitive or overly sensitive or taking things too seriously. And I would say that's not true. I think that if you are one of those people that have been told that before, you should listen to that sensitivity. And I think that you can hone in on it and you can get a lot of incredible information from those sensitivities. And you can use that discomfort to be able to cultivate a space, an environment, a lifestyle that you are more comfortable in. Throughout the retreat that we did this last week, the um, concept was Bloom. And we're learning how to cultivate and how to um create that growth within within us. And a lot of it comes down to those daily choices, those lifestyle choices, to the environment that you're in. And we each have this different seed or seedling that we're cultivating. And I think that the the person that knows the best and can be the most in touch with how to grow that is you. And you can use that present moment evaluation. You can use that present moment awareness in order to say, okay, body, how do you feel here? Or if um, things are feeling off in a conversation or off in a relationship, I think that those are not things to, to be taken lightly. I think that that is information on the contrast. I want to talk a little bit about Um, if your buttons are pushed or if you have triggers, so we also have triggers. And I think that, um, we've talked about triggers before and they are incredible information as well. And we can have triggers that are internal, right? We have those internal triggers. And then when something external hits that trigger or adds to it, we feel an emotion. We feel a sensation that is exaggerated or stronger than the circumstance should allow. So in those instances, we can say, okay, I was triggered there. It doesn't mean that that person was wrong or that that environment was the worst. It simply can mean, hey, I have something unhealed or I have something that I have been gathering over time that feels just like that, that I could do some inner work on. So I do want to point out the difference there of that present moment discomfort of, Hey, I need to take an action here. That's maybe an external action versus that internal trigger where you might need to take some internal action to work through something. So I just want to point that out. And so when you're in a circumstance that might feel uncomfortable, you can ask yourself those questions, you know, am I being triggered here? Or is this like a present moment sensation that is letting me know that I'm uncomfortable for a different reason? Something else that can help us to define those um, boundaries and that discomfort um, is learning about our own inner values. So when we are more in tune and more aware of the values that we have within us, we can um we can take actions externally we can take actions in our life that feel like they are in alignment with that inner self and when we're doing that we have the availability of so much amazing information and when we are taking actions that are outside of our values there are often consequences. So that might be some of that discomfort. That might be uh, a drain in energy. That might be fatigue. That might be, I just don't have the motivation to do this thing. And so sometimes it's a matter of figuring out what's the value here. And sometimes there's not a value that you're trying to support, right? <laughs> Maybe it's a value. I had somebody that had such a good example this week. Um, she was saying that, you know, she grew up saying, I know I just want to make sure I, um, have dinner on the table for my family every single day. And so um, she was continually, you know, trying to create that scenario every single day. So the value here was that she wanted her family to be together. She wanted her family to have a homemade, nutritious meal. And one of the values that she was trying to continue was that she was going to create that and over time she realized that the the main values were again that she wanted to be with the family every night and that they wanted a nutritious meal and so the way that they went about it was to create a dinner group and by creating this dinner group she only she cooks less right so she's making meals for herself and for a couple other families a couple times a week and then they alternate and so they're still getting together as a family they're still getting that nutritious meal but the way to get there is easier. And so she was able to define more clearly the values that she was trying to defend and to let go of some of the ones that she thought were a value. So sometimes by getting real specific about what the values are that we are trying to defend and want to defend, and not just because of the logical brain, but because they are really truly an internal value then it, it creates such an easier atmosphere. It creates space where we can say, Oh, okay. I can see where I'm trying to defend that value. And man, these other couple things don't even matter. And I can let go of those now. Or no, I do want to hold on to these and I need to protect it and to, to set up some boundaries to protect that space. So as usual, going back to the inner inner values can really have such a benefit to our everyday decisions and the way that we feel in the end. So think about that question. Are you protecting the right things? Are you um, protecting the things that really matter to you? Are you protecting the things that the logical brain might be bringing to the forefront? Because they're not always the same thing. So the next thing I want to talk about is putting yourself on your to-do list a lot of times we forget to have kind of boundaries for our space and our time and our self-care because we simply are overlooking the fact that we need to be on the to-do list. Um, Oftentimes our to-do list involves a lot of other people. And so we can have those people on the list. We can have their to-dos. We can have all of those things on there. But what about yourself? So we're trying to do this list, but then also kind of in the corner, like, oh, but I need to, before I get to that list, I got to do this and that for myself. And it just doesn't happen. We're not getting to it, right? So make sure that on that to-do list and even on the top of that to-do list is your own self-care and your, your own self-love so that you are creating a space where you're protecting your inner values, right? You're protecting yourself. When we do this, we have the availability of um, so many resources to protect ourselves. And it makes it so much easier to set boundaries so that we get to the self care. So we get to the self love. So it's not just in that extra three minutes before bedtime, before you crash for the night, right? (laughs) That self care is the forefront of your day. How can I love myself best is at the forefront of your mind when you wake up in the morning so that you can show up for the people in your life that you care about well energized well centered you know well loved and you're not showing up in your day expecting others to fulfill that to fu- to fill that cup right you are doing it because you matter to yourself Another important idea around boundaries is um, asking yourself that question, or what are my barriers to setting boundaries? Sometimes we're just scared to set boundaries, right? There are probably instances that you can think of where you could maybe set some boundaries, but it can be scary, right? There are times and instances where we feel fear come up because of, well, what if I do that? What will that person say, or how will that affect us? And so I just want to put that out there too, is, thinking about what are your barriers to setting boundaries. Sometimes it's a matter of, um, people don't want to create organization, right? They're like, Nope, I just want to be spontaneous. I'm not going to set up boundaries because I want my life to be spontaneous. Right? So think about in that instance, what, what's the inner value that you're trying to support? And then how can you Set boundaries around that, and so there's always going to be instances where we can um, create healthy boundaries and um, adjust our expectations for um, making sure that we're supporting those values. We might also think that some of those barrier, um, yeah, barriers are maybe time or money. Or, um, just based on your home or your circumstance. So think about if those barriers are getting in your way and then think about can, are, you know, what can you do about those things? And are they actually a barrier or are they a barrier that maybe your brain is telling you is a barrier? But in reality, you could set that, that boundary. I know in my own life, boundaries have been a very interesting thing for me. And I, I didn't even they weren't even on my radar <laughs> 15 years ago, aside from like, if somebody was offensive around me or, um, really bothered me. I remember one time when we, I was 16 years old and we, um, my friend and I love to go country line dancing. You would never know if you knew me now, but, um, we love to go cra- uh, country line dancing. And one time we were waiting in the line, there was a, you had to like wait in line before you got to go into this, this place where we would go. And, uh, there was a guy behind us who was probably 20, years older than us and he just was like right next to my friend just kind of like breathing into her hair just right there and I remember that boundary I saw that and I felt so uncomfortable and I spoke up and I yelled at him (laughs) and I was like what are you doing do you know how old we are like step away from us like this is not okay and I remember I had Right, So that first discomfort of what the heck is this guy doing? And then I had that reality of, I'm going to have to take an action here because he is too close to my friend and that's not appropriate. And so I had that little surge of courage and was able to take an action right there in the moment. So we have instances like that, right? Where it's like an in the moment sensation. It's an in the moment. I got to do something about this. But aside from that, I didn't really know or have much awareness of what boundaries meant and how they could impact my life. And I think that I probably would have thought of them as negative, like you only had to set boundaries if... um I don't even know. I don't even know the instance that I would think, but I think that I probably had a little bit of like a negative connotation to them, to to boundaries. And now I would say, I mean, these boundaries are to protect what you care about. They are to protect your life and think about those values that you have, the intention that you have, the awareness you have for your life. And what you're doing is creating a space where you can cultivate the best scenario for yourself and for your home and for your family. I also think that, and going back to saying, I don't even know <laughs> what I would think about boundaries, but I think that I would probably worry that boundaries would hurt other people, that they would offend other people, that they would put other people down, that they would influence other people in a negative way. And I think very differently of that now. I think that as we are ourselves and as we um, really continue to um, show up in the world as ourselves and gain that confidence with who we are, that we naturally attract people who are attracted to us and attracted to that personality. And I I would have said before that being maybe strong-minded in certain ways would um, maybe hurt other people's feelings or to ruin relationships or something like that. And I know that sounds extreme, but Um, my point being that as you continue to be yourself and show up as yourself, don't worry about, about who is around you. Like you will attract the right people, right? You will attract the right people who are wanting to support those same values, who are wanting to support your intention and your awareness, just like you would support them. And I think that I used to worry that I would hurt other people's feelings, but in reality, I think that everybody can find who they want to be with and who they want to work with. And it doesn't mean that you can only get along with people who have your same values. That's not what I mean at all. But I think what I mean is that um, don't be afraid to be yourself and to allow relationships to naturally fade in and fade out and um, go with the flow of who uh, will support those values best. And just one more time reiterating what I i don't mean that it's only people that agree with you. That's not what I mean at all. But what I mean is that people who are supportive of your inner values and likewise, you can be supportive of their values. So that's a little tangent. I don't know how I got on that tangent there, um, but going back to the idea that I had the feeling that boundaries would hurt feelings, and um, I think that... Uh, looking back at my life and thinking about where I have set boundaries. And I really do feel like people have kind of faded in or out, um, as I have been figuring out who I am. And man, that has been incredible. It's been incredible to create new relationships and be open to new relationships and open up space for people that I wouldn't have expected in my life. And um, those that have built me up and helped me to feel so good. And um, going back to that conversation in the beginning of, you know, using your discomfort and Allowing yourself to be aware of it in the moment and then creating some boundaries or creating some, Hey, I'm not comfortable with that conversations and also being aware of triggers. So, you know, if you're somebody who has a lot of triggers, who has had a lot of things happen that have brought up triggers in your life, also making sure that you are um, valuing that space. And creating a space where you can heal those triggers over time so that you're not feeling triggered by every person (laughs) and every instance, right? There are, um, there's a difference. There really is a difference between being easily offended and having those ongoing triggers over and over and over versus working through triggers and having that in the moment awareness that can lead you to, um, that intuition, really that discomfort in the body in the present moment. I want to throw out a couple other examples, too. I know we've talked a little bit about relationships within the last few minutes. And so I want to shift gears, too, and think about if you have that inner value of having the family all together every night before you all go to bed, for example. And I know that's easier said than done. And I know it's easier because I have younger children and I know that won't last forever. But for now, I am protecting that space because I do value having the whole family together every night. But in order to do that, if we're going to think, okay, what are the Boundaries then? Where do we need to set boundaries to protect that space? Well, we probably need to say, hey, all kids home by this time. We probably need to say, um, everybody needs to be ready. Uh, for bed at this time. So that's, I know that sounds counterintuitive, but that that's a boundary too, is just having people be at the right place at the right time. Um, And setting that boundary that, Hey, if you're not ready for bed at this time, you might miss out. Um, We don't let anybody miss out by the way, (laughs) they all make it, but it is a good motivator we also my husband and i don't we're not like texting or emailing or um social media, media social media in at that time right so we're not on our phones um doing anything aside from if we're like looking up a scripture <laughs> during that time and so that's a a barrier or a boundary that we've set as well so you can see where we have this value and we have this thing that we want to create and so we have created boundaries around that um so that we can have that space and time together. So dinner is similar, right? We don't have any phones at dinner time. Uh, we kind of expect that everybody's at the table and we hope that everybody wants to be there at the table. And we try to create an environment in which um, it is inviting and loving and connecting. And so there are boundaries that have to go into place so that we can all be there in that space and time another boundary can be as simple as a bedtime. If you want to get up at a certain time, then you can just backwards, you know, like if I'm going to be up by this time and I want eight to eight and a half hours of sleep and it takes me 30 minutes to get ready for bed, right? So you're just literally saying the boundary is I would like to be getting ready for bed at this time. And um, just letting your family know that, letting anybody who um, would impact that be aware that, hey, by this time I'm headed it to bed, done for the night. So if there's anything that you need, let me know before that time. And I'm more than happy to help, which leads me into another thought too. I think that boundaries are preemptive a lot of the time, right? So if we have, um, maybe repeated times when kids are asking us to do stuff after we are wanting to go to bed, instead of just cutting them off and being like, no, get out of here. That's, you know, this is my time. We are preemptively saying, Hey, by the way, you know, tomorrow night, the night after that, the week after that for, you know, for the rest of my life, um, I am kind of shutting down, getting ready for bed at this time. And that's my boundary, but by setting it up ahead of time, you can let them know, man, I want to snuggle during the daytime. Let's play games during the daytime. If you need help with homework, let's do that right after school. So you're setting them up for success so that they know and can respect that time of night as opposed to just all of a sudden throwing that boundary out there and cutting them off, like "yep, done for the night, get out of here. We are setting them up for success so that we can spend that time during the daytime. I, this happens, um, actually it's gotten a lot better now that I think about it, but a month or so ago, my five-year-old was really wanting to just spend tons of time snuggling at nighttime. And such a good thing right <laughs> I feel so silly saying it out loud but at the same time knowing that I also still needed to like get myself ready for bed lock up the house you know get ready for the day tomorrow and so it was feeling like I couldn't quite be present there with him because that wasn't the right time for me to do that and so I am night after night when he would kind of just want to snuggle I would say oh my gosh I cannot wait to snuggle with you tomorrow what should we do should we do it in the morning throughout the day when can we sit and snuggle because i love snuggling. And that's a huge value, right? I want to spend time with him. I want to connect with him. I want to make eye contact with him and make sure that he's getting what he needs. And we are creating that bond, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that we have to snuggle so that it's pushing back my bedtime and his bedtime. So preemptively just kind of thinking ahead and saying, Hey, when can we snuggle tomorrow? I really want to make sure we get a lot of good time where we don't have to like, break it off and stop and go run and do something else. And so that's a good example too of saying, you know, it's not just right in the moment where we're like, I'm setting a boundary right here, but it's more thinking ahead of those patterns that are happening over and over. And how can we improve this? One more example here might be if I internally have the desire, the value to not gossip. So I'm really trying hard to not, you know, no judgment against anybody else and not gossip. So if I'm in a conversation, if I'm you know walking to the bus stop, if I'm, you know, whatever I'm doing, if somebody brings up a conversation that involves something that I've kind of set that value for, then I might have an internal boundary to just change the subject to just switch the subject. Right. And so it doesn't always have to be an external thing, right? It doesn't have to be like, I don't have to tell that person about my inner value necessarily, but I can just switch the subject and, um, and then help my own brain to not jump down that gossip lane, not jump down those judgments, but instead just shift gears to something else. So we can look at boundaries that way too. Sometimes they are an external boundary that we need to voice, that we need to vocalize. And other times they can just be an internal value that we're trying to support. And so it's more of an internal action or an internal shift of mind. So I hope that's helpful. And I hope that you are able to think about some of the boundaries that you can set up for your life in order to create success in order to create and to protect the things that you value, to protect the things that you care about, to protect the relationships that you care about, to protect your own self-care and your own self-love to protect um, the new pathways that you're creating with your brain. Um, I hope that that is helpful and I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. I'm so glad that you found a tad bit crunchy. You can show your love by leaving a review and sharing the show. Reviews help the podcast to be seen by more curious and intentional women just like you. And of course, sharing the podcast is how we can help more and more folks create a natural and holistic foundation for their health. If you share on social media, be sure to tag me at WhitneyBeanCoaching so I can show some love. Thanks, guys.